You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 637, Merapi Chris Hanaquantis. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome, everyone, to the MyMac.com podcast, number 637. I hope you are all having such a wonderful, wonderful holiday season, regardless of what particular religion or holiday you celebrate this time of year. Um, Again, this is going to be a solo show because Gaz is still moving into his house, uh, though I have seen some some pictures, and uh, it looks to me like they're making progress, so... Hopefully next weekend uh, we can get back onto our usual groove. Um, I'm having, uh, frankly, quite a quite a good uh, holiday season, good Christmas. Uh, both my sons are here. Uh, Guy Jr. came in last night. Peter's been here for a few days. Peter's girlfriend, Liza, will be over later today and will uh, also be with us Christmas morning, which is just is wonderful. I really appreciate that. But, you know, the the joys of the holiday season that are upon us, uh, and there's so many people that are unhappy because uh, they didn't or won't get some doodad they wanted. You know, I say look on the bright side. 2016, as horrible as this year has been, is almost over. And, uh, you know, a, a more screwed up year might be possible, but I wouldn't want to live through it. Um, I'm still working on that old 300 megahertz, uh, G3, G3. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's a power PC G, uh, G3, uh, Mac desktop. Yeah. And, uh, I've got a, uh, straight one eighth cable to one eighth, uh, connector and I'm going to get those sounds off of it from my kids when they were little. And I don't know. Then I think then I'm just going to set it on fire because I'm just so tired of looking at this machine. But uh, again, this is going to be somewhat of a short show because yeah, I, there's just so much other stuff going on that you know my my wife Tracy was actually giving me a hard time because I was like, yeah, I'm going to go down and record a podcast. She was like, really, really, Christmas Eve, you're going to record? A, it's like, yes, I'm going to record a podcast. Anyway, uh, over to the the MyMac.com recent articles. The first one is the Bowery Laptop Briefcase. This is a review by Heave Stammen. Finding the right laptop bag is not always easy. Today, we not only bring a laptop with us, but many accessories and other portable devices, such as tablets and phones. Let's see how the Bowery Laptop Briefcase can accomplish that task. After that is the Macaulay Venti Fully Adjustable Car Vent Mount. This is a review by Nam Segri. This is Nam Segri. I disapprove of this message. As the name states, Macaulay's Venti Fully Adjustable Car Vent Mount connects to the uh, louvers, you know, the, the little plasticky things there on your car's dashboard. This places your iPhone or GPS device at eye level. 
One of the best things about this gadget is that the platform and clamp that hold the phones are deep enough to accommodate a phone without removing its cases. The last product of this type that I tried uh, required that I remove the case. The McCallie device also comes with a quick release, a button on the rear that smoothly opens the clamp to release the phone, which was also absent from the last product from another vendor. Yeah, I actually use this thing. You know, it's it, it's funny. We've we've gone from uh, everyone carrying around cassettes, and uh, actually before that, in my lifetime, eight track tapes, to uh, carrying around CDs. Now, CDs were so much better because if you had them in like an MP3 format, you could have hundreds of songs on a single disc. But now everyone pretty much carries their library on their phone. So what I use, because, you know, I, I don't really, I don't think I've ever, I've owned this car. Uh, I have a Ford Flex, 2009 Ford Flex. So it's going on seven years now. I've owned this car for nearly seven years and I have yet to use a CD in the CD player in the car. So I've got this mount that basically has like a little thin strip that fits into where the, the CD goes in. And then you turn this crank and it kind of slowly uh, opens up the, uh, the little thing that's, that's stuck there in where the CD goes and it holds it in place. And that's, that's basically what I use. I, I've tried using vent mounts before and uh, I don't know, they just seem to be really, really hard to get back off. And I'm just afraid I'm going to break one of the vents. Uh, the, the next thing is Geekiest Show Ever, number 241, Scratch and Sniff. First, they start off discussing Elisa's Apple Watch Woes. Whoop, Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. And the support call that she is still waiting to be returned. Then Melissa follows up on her research into what it takes to now qualify for using the educational discount from Apple. Next up is the main topic of the show, geeky stocking stuffers under $30 that actually fit in a stocking. Kevin start. I love this. Kevin starts out with the Mattel electronic football handheld game, which uh, a friend of mine and, you know, we, we both had one of these back in the seventies when, when they first came out and uh, that would, that was like the, the greatest thing since sliced bread at the time, uh, followed by, uh, an anchor portable charger for your devices, then rounds it up with not one, but two flash drives. Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Potpourri of picks starts with a product for Mike and Kevin Poopery, then moves on to a Stanley screwdriver, a different anchor charger, and rounds it out with a childhood toy favorite, the Slinky. Mike chimes in with his picks, the Tracker Bravo Key Tracker iFixit Toolkit and its benefits beyond technology and an LED flashlight. Melissa brings the idea of watch bands from Amazon that are a fraction of the cost. The uh, Apple ones are for the Apple Watch, obviously. Then a mug made from Lego and wraps up with her previous mention of a fidget cube i have no idea what that is go on over and download and listen i actually did listen to this and i still don't know what a fidget cube is uh last up uh, obviously you know with the holidays coming on a lot of people aren't you know writing articles and all the rest of that so there's not that much this week 
the last one up is Let's Talk Photography, number 39, The Night Sky. Uh, this month, it's just Bart, no guest, and no panel. Bart tries to inspire the listeners to have a go at photographing the night sky this holiday season. Uh, if you'd like to write for the MyMac.com website, all you have to do is contact Namjimo. This is Namjimo. What's the message? Well, you'd be actually be sending him a message, and that would be to Nemo, N-E-M-O, at MyMac.com. If you'd like to reach Gaz, you can reach him at Gaz, G-A-Z, at MyMac.com, or on the Twitters, GazMaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Uh, you can, can, can reach, reach uh, hello, it is Christmas Eve, and I am apparently having trouble talking. You can reach either of us on the Twitter uh, through the Guy and Gaz Twitter account, G-U-Y-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Uh, I am Mac Parrot on Twitter, and you can also reach me, Guy, at MyMac.com, and our Skype number is 703-436-9501. And that is going to do it for this section. Uh, I'll be right back in just a second. So everyone, please stand by to stand by. And we'll be Guy and Gaz, the G-Man, bringing you Apple news, views, tips, and tricks without the distraction of the thought process. We'll be right back. Tactam Podcast. I thought their explanation of it was a little bit weak. A little bit weak? (laughs) Just shut up. They said they have a vision. Oh, okay. Or if I'm in my car and the music just wirelessly stops working for no freaking reason, I got to reboot the phone. I'm so ticked off about it. It it was a piece of junk and no one bought it. I did. (laughs) Yeah. Well, now you got two of them that are going to fall out of your ear. However good they are, the price is pretty hard to stomach. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. What the hell is going on? Their their vision is also profit margin. Shove them as far into your ears you can. Tech Fan Podcast. The Merry G Mental Men on the MyMac Podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com Podcast. Um, you know, this has been kind of a, a weird year for Apple. Uh, they, they only released one Mac over the course of the entire year which was the, the MacBook Pro 13-inch and 15-inch. Um, I, well, actually, I, I believe they also did a, a MacBook update, but uh, there's a lot of products that Apple have uh, as far as the Mac goes that seems to just kind of be languishing. And because Apple is so notoriously quiet about their future plans, uh, there are many, many stories about how Apple has lost their way. Uh, for old old time Mac users, this this was not unusual back in the nineties when they were having all of their money problems. But that's not really the issue this time around. And I I don't know. I think most of this is just people trying to fill space on their websites. And a good Apple click link or clickbait story seems to uh, to draw people in. Uh, one of them is rumors of the Mac software engineering team being integrated into one division with the iOS team with no proof beyond 
someone's said so, so who knows someone else? Or someone said so, who knows someone else over at Apple? Uh, you know, they don't know. They really, they really don't know. This is all based on rumors and innuendo. And, you know, nobody really has any idea what Apple's going to do next. Uh, then there was also, there's also been the usual Final Cut Pro redesign pushed many professionals away. Now that, that may or may not be true. Uh, I had the last version of Final Cut Pro, which was Final Final Cut Pro 7 Studio or Studio 7, something along those lines. And I don't know. I I thought it was thought it was pretty good. I've used it a couple times after that. I, I haven't uh, I don't even think I have it on this computer right now. Currently, if I'm going to do any video in a, you know, air quote professional way, uh, I've got Adobe Premiere Elements 15, which gives me everything that I need. You know, I'm, my needs aren't that great to begin with. Um, as far as the, also with, with the pro market, uh, many people are saying that the pro market is no longer important to Apple because now aperture is gone and photos is a poor replacement. You know, I, I, I don't know if I would say that, that aperture going away means anything beyond, uh, it wasn't a big seller. Uh, a lot of people probably didn't use it, what, whereas more people were using iPhoto or what is currently Photos. As far as it being a poor replacement, if your needs are so are so great that you need something like Aperture, well, I mean there are there are other options out there for you. And you know, I mean, I'm sorry Aperture went away, but you know, sometimes if if a certain part of a company isn't generating the, the the income that makes it worth their while. They're going to let it go, and and Apple is notorious for doing just like just that. Uh, another thing they've said is iOS features making their way to the Mac OS, and of course, vice versa. There's been uh, some things, not not nearly as much, but some things that have also gone in the other direction uh, from the Mac OS to iOS. And uh, I talked about this. Oh, I don't even remember what show number was that, you know, in my mind, it would not surprise me at all to find Apple moving away from uh, Intel chips. You know, they've got they've got their own chip division that, and, you know, it's basically a, a redesign and, and their design uh, incorporating ARM technology. And other than the original hassle of getting developers to port their software from the x86 platform to the arm platform uh, i i think that for the most part the software that you're currently running you know and and again not talking about the pro market because they'll completely lose their minds and anyone who claims to speak for the pro market will also lose their minds that an arm-based mac is not a bad idea uh, something else that I've heard them talk about recently, the Mac Pro has not been updated in over four years. Yeah, the Mac Pro has not been updated in over four years. And my guess is that it hasn't been a big seller anyway. I think uh, most people that were looking for a professional Mac are probably holding on to their 2010 to 2012 Mac Pros 
or going the Hackintosh route, which is a, a subject I would I would love to get into and uh, put one. I would love to put one together myself. It, it's certainly a lot easier. Excuse me. Now that uh, that Apple had well, once Apple moved over to x86, it was much easier to create a, a Hackintosh than it was back in the PowerPC days. And um, two other things that I've heard that the iPhone seven was a yawn, even though it sold, you know, X number of millions of copies. And the thing to remember about the iPhone, there was no way in hell that Apple was going to be able to match the kinds of sales that they've gotten for the uh, iPhone six, which was the first big iPhone. No way because the pent up demand for a larger iPhone was met with that product. And once the initial demand is met, some people, myself included, are going to hang on to uh, an iPhone 6 or an iPhone 6S without going, sorry, iPhone 6, iPhone 6 Plus, without going to the S line, without going to the 7 line, because there's just not enough value there for people to spend the, that kind of money. I'm not the kind of guy that replaces my tech every single year. Even if, you know, there has to be some kind of increased value for me to replace an item that's working perfectly. And my iPad was a perfect example. I had an iPad third generation, 9.7 inch, worked great, used it for years and years and years. And it wasn't until the larger iPad Pro came out that I finally went ahead and replaced it because that was enough of a jump for me to do that. Now they've since replaced the one that I bought with one that has even more storage, which makes me cranky because I kind of wish that I had that extra storage, but it's good enough that this iPhone pro iPhone, this iPad pro that I have is good enough to last me for, I'm sure a couple more years, unless of course something new that's like unbelievable comes out in the meantime. Um, and the last thing was that uh, Apple doesn't have any products in the augmented for virtual reality space. I have yet to see anything that justifies augmented or virtual reality to spend the kind of money or for Apple to put the kinds of resources that might be necessary to create something that will do augmented or virtual reality. Now, Tim Cook has spoken of it, which means I'm sure they're working on it. But, you know, I mean, you've seen the commercials with the Samsung Galaxy, blah, blah, whatever it is. And, you know, these guys that they've got this big thing on their head and, and they, they can't actually interact with anybody else that's there in the room. It's, it's them and their stupid phone and they're waving their head around like they're looking at something amazing. And if, if I had to actually guess as far as those commercials go, there was really nothing on the phone at all. That was, it was a prop would, would be my guess. And, you know, maybe Apple will come out with something in the augmented virtual reality space. But until then, I think it's about as useful as 3D TV. And uh, if you have any comments or suggestions or you know, a different point of view from, from the things that I was just talking about, or if you believe that Apple is losing their way, go ahead and, and write in to the G-Men and we'll talk about it here on the show. We would love to hear your opinion on it. 
But in the meantime, I think everyone should stand by to stand by. And I'll, I'll be right back all by myself. I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. No. Not genius. The G-Men and the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the MyMac.com podcast. This this show, I think this show might even be shorter than the last one, which I also did by myself. Um, I don't know. It, it's when when I'm speaking with Gaz, there's just so much interaction between us that we get lost sometimes in the things that we're talking about. I find that a lot of fun. And uh, uh, I can't wait to start recording with him again. And I'm sure all of you agree with that. And so you're not in your head. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. Hey, are you a keyboard junkie? Do you know like all the shortcuts and, and you dislike losing screen real estate to the Mac OS menu bar? Well, much like the applications, documents, downloads, uh, dock at the very bottom of the screen, or maybe even on the sides, you can make it go away unless you absolutely need it for something. Go to System Preferences, General, and near the top, you'll see a checkbox for Automatically Hide and Show the Menu Bar. Check it, and unless your mouse cursor is near the top of the screen, it will just get out of your way. Nod's head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's tips. <sighs> <sighs> okay. Um, my, I, I have an app pick this week, and uh, I th- we've probably talked about this before, but if you need to record a Skype conversation and need it to be easy, Ecamm's Call Recorder not only does that, but has additional tools if you want them to be separated between what you say and what the other person on Skype says. Other tools include the ability to encode it in uh, different formats, and it's all integrated with Skype. It's $30, which includes lifetime updates. I've, I've had Ecamm Call Recorder for probably, well, since before Gaz and I started doing this show. And I have never had to pay for it again. So, you know, take that for what it is. But you can find it at uh, ecamm.com. Just hit call recorder. They have a version for Windows and they have a version for the Mac. So, yeah, that, that, it's, a, it's a great little program and it does pretty much exactly what it says. And not really much else going on. So uh, I think I'm just going to go ahead and end the show. If you would like to contact uh, Gaz, you can reach him at gaz at mymac.com, G-A-Z, Gaz Maz on the Twitter, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Our combined account is Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D, G-A-Z on the Twitters. 
Uh, I can be reached through email guy at mymac.com or Mac Parrot on Twitter. Uh, you can reach fearless leader Tim feedback at mymac.com. And of course, our famous, ever so famous Skype number, which is plus one or one outside of the United States, area code 703 436 9501. And uh, once again, I would like to thank all of you that download and listen to the mymac.com podcast. It is greatly appreciated. I hope you all are having a wonderful holiday season. However you, however you uh, decide to celebrate it. And I, you know, I think this is, this is just me because it's just me that we're good enough that we're smart enough and doggone it. People just like us. El Gmen le desamanos e todos una el grey slash happy slash feliz vacations para celebrar la muerte o la vida de la deity de su elección o ninguno si oso es como ir. End. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, the Let's Talk Podcast, Essential Apple Podcast, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 616. Revenge of Mac Stock! Exclamation mark. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Isn't that grand? Grand, sir. It's grand. I like it when we're recording. Yeah, long <laughs> yeah. time no speak. I know. Well, actually, this is like, what, the first time in a month that we've actually been sitting, like, each at our individual little computers Dubris. at our homes. Yeah. So cool. what the hell am I going to pick? La, 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 la. Yeah, I, I couldn't figure out a way to download that song from SoundCloud. And so my, my other options were to, you know, buy it in iTunes because that one song is available from them in iTunes. Yeah. And it was like, oh, you know, just... come on, guys. I, I'm, I'm giving you like a, a promo here. <laughs> Don't make me buy the song, too. And uh, so it was like, well, wait a second. Audio Hijack can record that. So that's what yeah. I did. Cool. Well, I haven't heard that yet. So whether it's okay to just play the whole song, but. I, I I asked about snippets, you know, 30 seconds or so, what you use in between. And he said, great, but um, he'll probably come back to say, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and, and we'll actually say at the beginning of the show, you know, stay tuned throughout the whole after show, because I'll, I'll put it right after the end of our, our usual nonsense. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, ba, 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 ba. You know what? I'm, I'm just going to be lazy, and I'm going to choose loopback.
you lazy. Yeah, that is pretty lazy, isn't it? Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> You've been busy doing other things. You've not been out I have, to... Uh, I have been busy. I mean, well, what have you been doing then? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. Actually, um, yeah, thought so. There's there's like all kinds of news. How do I spell amoeba? There we go. It's amoeba. A A M E O. No. O E. O E B A. Yeah. A O A O. I don't know what the hell is it. All right, let me get a link for it real quick. Throw that in there. O E E O. And that's uh Ah, brain eating amoeba claims three lives in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> only only just, because only because they're lazy. Well, only because they're Texans. Yeah. So it, it's completely deserved. I, can, so now I can't I can't you. use this now for the <laughs> show. <laughs> and just to make sure I can't use well, it. Okay, how, so much, how much is loop back anyway? From no, this no, point, no. from this point, you can start recording again. Okay. Beep. Right. Beep. Oh, that poor girl from Texas. <laughs> there wasn't just a girl from Texas. There was three of them. Ah, well, poor people fr- three people. from yeah. Texas. Uh, no, that's not good. Not good. No. Anyway. $99. No, I, I still can't use it. <laughs> I know you can't. I you sound can't. so no. insincere. I really do. <laughs> but as far as as far as <laughs> as far as brain eating amoebas go, you know, I've been dealing with a brain eating amoeba since I was like really, really young, and it hasn't affected me at all, mostly. Mostly clean. <laughs> Oh, good. <laughs> and it's stupid. You know, this is the kind of shit that is just so funny if it's not taken out of context. And it is. It and it will is. always be taken out of context. Yeah. People will say, yes. you're just wrong. 